The ideals which have lighted my way and time after time have given me new courage to face life cheerfully have been kindness, beauty, and truth. Albert Einstein. Hi, I'm Isaac Hayes. And I'm Michelle. And you're listening to My Little Family. Michelle. Today we're going to be talking about kindness and we're continuing in the series of love is this, not that, seeking to put some defining concepts of what love is. As we've talked in some of the previous episodes, love is kind of one of those things that a lot of people don't define and because they don't define it, it kind of runs amok. It's uh, no surprise that if you don't really understand what something is, you're not going to really be able to practice it correctly, and you're definitely not going to be able to live it and enjoy it for all of the things that it is. You know, if you're thinking that love is a uh, Ford Explorer, (laughs) for lack of a better explanation, then you drive that Ford Explorer on the roads, everything goes fine, but if you try to, you know, make it your house, then eh, it's not going to be very comfortable for very long. And sooner or later, you're going to hate it. And you're going to think that it was really, you know, love sucks. In reality, it's nah, love doesn't suck. You just don't know what it is. And you were using it wrong. So that's the thing that we want to kind of continue in this series. Love is this, not that. And And Michelle's looking at me like, what the (laughs) heck? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, okay. sometimes she looks at me like I am crazy. <laughs> so, you know, that what the Ford Explorer um, example, just kind of hard for me to grasp a little bit. Love is like a Ford Explorer. And then well, you're like, I no, just this pull those sucks. things magically out of my head, you know? Yeah, I'm, I, don't, I don't know that I was really getting a clear picture of really what you're trying to say when you made that comparison. With Why the, did it sound terrible I or don't something? know. How, like, are you trying to say that love is like a Ford Explorer, but then what you really need is a house? Is that what you're trying to yeah, say? Yeah, basically, love can oh. be like a car or a vehicle. <laughs> just it's my fault because I know what a Ford Explorer is, and I like Ford Explorers. They're great cars. Or trucks, sorry. So, so are we saying maybe that maybe love is like a Ford Explorer, but then you're over it, and then maybe you'd rather have a Ferrari? Or no, I we're saying I don't understand that. Uh, like the thing. Come on, I know that everybody <laughs> that's listening right now is like Michelle. Come on, you're being facetious. But uh, I will say it again for for the entertainment of the masses. All right. Um. Uh, yeah, love is like a vehicle. Right. Or love is like something. Love is something. Uh And if you think love is a vehicle like a car and you're driving around having all the fun in the world that you can have in a car, whatever that is, you know, and but love is actually but but you want to use the vehicle for something that it's not purposed to do, like live in it, then it's not really the vehicle's fault. It's your fault for thinking that it is something that it isn't. And you're still, she's laughing at me, people. She is losing it. She is losing it right now. Okay. I, you know, this is going to be one of those things that you leave in the comments. And please do leave in the comments. I totally want to know, was my explanation that stupid? No, it wasn't. I beg to differ. It was not. Okay. My turn to sound stupid. You want to hear a joke? 
Sure, I do. I mean, entertain me. I'm going to sip on my tea mockingly. <laughs> that I made you in all my kindness. Okay, so. Well, I guess we're getting when a, a caller is coming in. No, no, we're not. Um. <laughs> Why is your mom calling? Um, who knows at this okay, hour? This is really bad. <laughs> okay. Joke. So there, th- this is really not. Yeah, you can't do that. You're going to have to cut that out, but that's fine. Okay. All right. Here comes the joke. <laughs> there is, uh, uh, there's this girl that's going to go visit her sister. Then they live far away. So they hadn't been in town in the same town for a while. So she flies in, she walks up to her sister's house, knocks on the door, and then the door is opened by her four-year-old nephew. Mm. And her four-year-old nephew gives her a really warm greeting. He says, oh, my dear aunt, it is so delightful to see you. I am so happy that you're here. And I know my mother will surely be pleased. Please come on in, make yourself at home. So the sister's just kind of walking around going, what in the world? The kid's four. And so she... <laughs> well, she sits down and the, and the little boy's like, is there anything I can offer you? A beverage or perhaps a warm cup of tea? She says, uh, no, I'm okay. Thank you. So he says, let me go bring you my mother. She will be so excited that you are here. Enjoy her company. And he goes upstairs and the sister's just like, what in the world? So finally, the um, the sister comes down the stairs and, and they have this conversation. She says, how is my nephew so kind and polite? What did you do? And she says, well, you know, when I was pregnant, um, I started taking this pill once a week. And uh, it was very important not to take it more than once a week and not to go overboard because, uh, you know, it could have side effects. But yeah, once a week for nine months. And there you have it. And so the sister's like, wow, I can't believe it. I'm so excited because I came to tell you I'm pregnant. Wow, well, I have all these leftover bottles. You want them? Sure. So she starts taking them, but sisters are competitive. So nah, she starts that to- never happens. <laughs> they are. I said grew up with all boys. I grew up with all girls. Anyway. Girls are the nicest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, no competition there. But for some strange reason, she took one pill a week. And then she was like, mm, I'm going to take two. And then she was like, well, I really want my kids to be the most kind, the most polite. And so she starts taking a, you know, a pill per night. So... Eight months come around and she's getting ready to have a baby and well, no labor pains. But then nine months come around. She's expecting it to happen. Nothing. Nine and a half months. Oh, my gosh. When she's 10 months pregnant, she's like, this is it. This is too much. I can't bear it. So she goes to the doctor. She's like, doctor, I am 10 months along. My baby is not born. What is going on? He's like, well, let me do an ultrasound. And he turns on the sound as he's looking. He's like, congratulations. You have twins. She's like, I do. And then he turns up the volume and he's like yeah let's listen and the twins are going please sir you go first oh no i insist after you oh that is too kind you go first oh no 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 i'll wait you go (laughs) first of all what kind of a doctor is going to be like oh no let's do an ultrasound Uh, (laughs) don't overthink that oh yeah your joke is great my explanation is terrible i see where this is going I see you know, where this is going. Yeah. Well, kindness. 
Kindness. <laughs> well, anyways, today we're really talking about kindness. And, uh, you know, there's actually a lot of studies uh, on kindness. This is actually one of the ones that we were looking into. And it's just amazing how much data is out there really kind of reinforcing this aspect of how kindness is it. I want to talk a little bit about some of the interesting aspects that our body does uh, in, in kindness. So kindness actually in, in lots of different studies, um, there's certain neurotransmitters that, you know, get these shots of, uh, of chemicals that we are all probably have heard of before, like serotonin. And you've probably also heard of, of oxytocin. Um, and, uh, these chemicals, your, your body will actually produce these chemicals in different situations. Scientists have shown that these chemicals are produced in acts of kindness or thinking about acts of kindness or recognizing acts of kindness. There's a lot of kind of really interesting studies on there. One of the ones that really uh, impressed me is that um, uh, in one of the studies, they were they were looking at how people uh, would watch or, or witness an act of kindness and how it would produce oxytocin in them. And they literally referred this as the love hormone. And and the in the concept that they were saying in, in the love hormone is this concept that that people considered that an act of love. So part of the things that that we're looking for in this definition, kindness is an act of love, right? It's a it's an act of of giving. And I think that we can all recognize that love in and of itself is this giving thing, right? So uh, kindness is kind of that main act when you give. And so when we're looking at different things that we do in our lives, how we, how we help each other, how we, you know, open the door, chivalry, all these different things kind of translate into these different acts of love. And I don't know if you um, are keeping your eyes open, you can actually spot kindness um, in places. I, it reminds me of this couple. I'm a teacher and I'm a special education teacher. So we have to have IEP meetings with, you know, the IEP committee. And so not too long ago, I had one of these IEP meetings. And right now, well, we're in the middle of a COVID-19 kind of pandemic crisis. So we're doing everything virtually. So we've got all these Zoom windows open and there's all these uh, staff members that have something to do that play a role in the student's life. And then there's also the mom and the dad showed up, right? And when they showed up, they really impressed me with the way they were treating each other. That was such an example of kindness. It really moved me because I remember like we would ask them like we're supposed to at IEP meetings. Well, what do you think about this? And what is your opinion? We're proposing this and we have this in mind. And I remember that uh, the wife would say, well, and she would state her opinion. And then she would say, she was so respectful. She'd say, but I don't want to, I don't want to uh, step over my husband and, and speak for him. I, I want him to speak up for himself and, and let's hear what he's got to say. And she made sure that he had space to talk. And then, um, he would say stuff like, oh yeah, we have accomplished so much because of everything that my wife does. And he would take his time to acknowledge his wife. And then we would talk about, you know, the student and how much progress the student had made. And we would start, you know, saying, all right, mom. And she would say, no, it wasn't me. It was, it was dad. And like, they kept going back and forth and back and forth. There's so much respect and so much kindness, um, from each other that they would, you could just tell I'm it, almost made it feel like 
there was no one else in that room, like as if they were really just speaking to each other like that. Um, and like, it wouldn't matter if they would have had 10 people in the meeting or if it was just them together, you could just feel that their relationship was really built on kindness and respect. And yeah. it was really nice to see. You know, I, I think of uh, the kindness is kind of something that's really powerful. Love is actually something that's really powerful because it's something that you can't demand. It's something somebody has to give. You can't, you know, demand it for somebody. A lot of t- today we say, hey, I want my rights. You know, a lot of people are, uh, and I'm not against the concept. We all have rights, right? You know, the the right to freedom of speech and all these different things if you're in the United States. But one of the things that we, we often neglect to perceive is in the world out there, lots of different countries, lots of different things. Not all of these rights are common, right? Yeah. You can be in tons of places where the freedom of speech is not a right. It's not even something that's allowed. And, you know, we have living examples of this in many countries, but I'm not sitting here to play politics, so I won't talk about that. But we look at life oftentimes and we're thinking about what's in it for me. Yeah. And kindness and love are actually the opposite. So in a relationship, oftentimes when you're thinking about, hey, what's in it for me? Hey, when do I get to have, you know, as a guy, I'm not going to lie. I think a lot of us, we like sex, you know, mm-hmm. hey, when am I going to get to to get some, right? And uh, when am I, but, but those things are, and you, and you may even say, Hey, it's a right, you know, guys, we need it. But if, if that, if that's what it is and that's the attitude, it doesn't give you what you actually want. You probably end up getting maybe some sex or you get some here and there, but it's not really what you wanted. If you want fulfillment, you want passion, you want the other things, you have to have a different mindset. You have to be in the giving side, not, not the taking side. And I think that the, if you meet people who are fulfilled with life, you're going to find that a lot of them are people that are living for a greater cause, or serving, um, giving of themselves. I think I've heard studies on happiness talk about this, that um, the more that you give of yourself, the more fulfilled and happy you feel. Yeah. So it's it's funny how that turns out and it just it make, gives your life so much more value and worth yeah as a matter of fact a study by harvard business school and they surveyed 136 countries found that people who were altruistic and in this case were kind right mm-hmm. um uh, were more uh were more generous in their life by volunteering or by giving financially or etc um, were actually uh, proved to be the happiest people in in the study. That's and yeah. a study on happiness that they did in 2010. So you're actually right. Yeah, and it's a lot to th- um, important stuff to keep in mind. And I was thinking, since we are going to talk about love is this, not that, I thought maybe I could discuss some of my thoughts, which is uh, ways to show kindness. You know, I love that. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah, practical ways to carry it out. So I did write um, four different ways that I came up with that you can show kindness, but that's not like an exhaustive list. It's just stuff that came to my mind. Mm -hmm. And so as I talk about it, uh, just interrupt me, Isaac, because it it is... It's a long list. Yeah, it's a long list. So we'll just um, maybe touch on it. I'm just going to mention a couple of things from my notes, just randomly, like (laughs) without explanation. Okay serotonin (laughs) it's just subliminal messages there just here and there you won't even understand i'll just be like interrupting you like okay 
Yeah, well, if you want, I can do follow-up questions so you can expand so that you don't um, feel like I'm just hogging to, the mic. To make it weird for everybody, they're like, what's going on? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... No, keep on going. I love it. <clears throat> Thanks. So so I thought um, love could be shown by gestures. <laughs> Obviously, you can show a lot of different kinds of gestures. We think of the stereotypical flowers, chocolate. Yeah, that's, that's something. Um, but there are other ways to show gestures, like physical touch. I mean, walking by and just a, a hand over the waist or just a light, you know, a light kiss or even, you know, any kind of physical touch is a great way to show kindness. I mean, we're talking about particularly here, I'm, I'm thinking kindness towards, you know, your significant other, mm-hmm. a romantic kind of relationship. Um, you can show um, gestures with your actions, the way that you behave, the way that you act in your kind gestures, you know, little things like opening the door or um, bringing, putting them first, bringing them something to eat with your own food or making you know, them coffee, making them coffee or, or tea. tea. Yeah. <laughs> How about playfulness and jokes? Those are other ways for me. This is big because for me, um, being able to laugh and joke really lightens my load and, and I also love to share in that. So for me, playfulness, joking around, it's a kind gesture. And and one of the things I would also say is that when we're, I think that the longer you are in a relationship, um, a lot of the things that you probably aren't aware of are the things that you you are maybe do well and, and you think they're not important anymore. Yeah. So sometimes you don't do them or you get bored. Um, I, and of course I'm totally going off script here, but I remember, um, talking, talking to you about, and of course this a long time ago about a study that was done about, um, how in the brain, when we do something repetitively, we start skipping steps. So like if we used to do ABC one, two, three, all of a sudden we're doing AC one, three, and then we're trying to go a to three and we're just kind of skipping those steps in the three in your brain basically tries to find the quickest path yeah. towards towards different things. Right. And it can devalue some of those so acts. And so what I was thinking as you were saying that, I was also thinking about, you know, and how important it is in a relationship to stop, pause, understand how important the actions are physically, et cetera, mm. and, and re-implement them. Because you can think that you're doing them. Right. And in reality, you kind of haven't, you know, there. So it's like, you know, um, here's a coffee you know? <laughs> versus, you know, the, the other stuff is like, ah, good hey, morning. sweet. Good How morning. You <laughs> How are you feeling? Or something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Sorry for interrupting you. No, you're supposed you're, to because I have you're a, in a full I have a inspiration here. Keep on going. <laughs> so I'm talking about kindness th- shown through gestures. So I said physical touch actions, um, playfulness, joking. And then there you go. You actually touched on the thing I was going to say. Another gesture could be anticipating a need and fulfilling it. Yeah. Um, I can say that um, for me, uh, I try, I, I recognize that love is not something that is stagnant. Like we said, it's something that you give. So how much have you given today? Yeah. Right. And so if, one of the things like I, I try to tell Michelle, I would say at least once or twice a week, I try to tell you in a very unique and different way, some a way that I love you. 
So uh, every time it's different because like I've said it for so much over the years that I'll, I'll try to even say, hey, baby, I know I'm saying I love you. I know that we got kids together. We have all these other things and but I'm just trying to say it in one different way and I can't even come up with the words, but you mean everything to me. And just trying to every time be fresh at something, it's something that you you have to have that desire to give. And if you don't have the desire to give, then that's where you start. I need to have to have the desire to give. Because right. uh, kindness is something that is not taken it is something that you give. Well, I'm going to take a moment to brag right here and just tell you guys listening out there, Isaac's written me a few songs. Yeah. Pretty crappy ones, but they're... <laughs> well, they're not. Maybe you should play it. Maybe. I don't know. Let's, um, let's I, splice right here and stick a Where's my song. accordion? <laughs> <laughs> don't make it fancy. I'm talking about the one with the kazoo. <laughs> my, my accordion. <laughs> I don't, don't know. Think? Anyways, th- we're losing track of this <laughs> podcast, people. Help us. Okay, so another way that you can show kindness is through words. Um, a lot of ways you can use words, a million different combinations and categories, but I just thought about a few ways. Um, how about praising your significant other? How, how often have you praised your significant other? When was the last time you did that? Or encouragement, words of encouragement. You know, um, everybody needs to hear some sort of encouragement, not not necessarily if they're in the middle of a challenge, but just mm-hmm. encouragement and, hey, you've got this going on and it's going great, you know, or words of love, words that show love, or even when you're in conflict, words of wisdom, you know, be be wise in the way that you use your words and think about the way that you can use your words in the maybe no damage or least damaging approach. Yeah. I I really love something that I think we even already mentioned this in a previous podcast, but a friend of ours that they've been married much longer than we have. We've been 22. I think Randy and gay have been married. I honestly need to ask them. She said um, that words were so powerful and that it was equally important what you didn't say than what you said. Uh, or you know what? I'm, I'm messing up her words. I just remember what the spirit of, of it was. She I was think. saying you don't, not everything needs to be said. Yes. Yeah. That's what she said. She said not everything, not, needs, not to be everything said. needs to be said. Um, and that's, that's true. Yeah. Sometimes kindness, the best thing that you can do and being kind is just to be quiet for now. Yeah. yeah. I and, mean, for sure. My mood will change in minutes. So whatever I feel very, and I feel passionately about everything. I mean, I am more of a creative side, so I I do feel very strongly about whatever it is that I'm feeling. And then I'm so certain that this is finite. 10 minutes will go by. Maybe I'll have a sandwich or maybe I'll take a nap. And then it's gone. That feeling is gone. And man, if I could just hold myself from speaking in times when I'm just maybe fuming, yeah, maybe that feeling is not so definite as I thought it was. And for me, I think it's like, I'm not as, you know, vocal and passionate. I tend to be, try to go the quiet and silent and think about something route, but I get my feelings hurt and I hold a grudge. Yeah. And, um, 
for me, it's sometimes kindness is, hey, you know what? Let it go. You know, forgive and forget. Yeah. It's not that important because selfishness is holding on, right? You know, selfishness to an extent. I think there's degrees, you know, we're not talking about, you know, excusing horrible abuse, but, you know, in a marriage, you're going to get some definitely ruffled feathers and in and some bruised skin right. here and there. So you're, you need to have a forgiving attitude. So kindness is as well, sometimes just letting go. Yeah. I remember when you and I first were married, the first like really irritating thing that I had to encounter was something so simple that you wouldn't consider sharing a bathroom, sharing that bathroom. I remember I snapped so much because suddenly you were in my space you know, <laughs> and yeah. I was just frustrated about that. And it's, I, it had nothing to do with, oh, there's a devastating problem in the relationship or he's got this terrible flaw. No, we just had to share a tiny space and it drove me nuts, you yeah. know? And that's one of the things I think that a lot of people fail to recognize when they start, you know, this whole relationship and, the, and, it's, and it's in, you know, it's tight together is that you're, you're basically going from this person that is entirely up to that moment your life has been intentionally selfish yeah um and it's not like you're evil because you're selfish no it's just that's the way it is yeah and all of a sudden you're sharing your life with somebody and the whole only way that's going to work is that if you stop being selfish and you and you are basically living for each other yeah. And and that's the only way it's going to work. That's what love is. It's a giving thing. It's not a taking thing. People say, oh, there's so much friction and love. And it's like, dude, honestly, the people that suffer the most tend to be the ones that are so unwilling to give up it's on true. some of their selfishness. It's true. Um, the people that suffer in relationships the most are the ones that are unwilling to give up some of that selfishness. Oh, I have to have my moment with the boys or I gotta, you know, I gotta have some me time and I get it. I'm not trying to say those things are wrong. Every we, I have some time like that too, Right. but at what cost? All right. So the words, so that the kindness can be shown with words. Kindness can be shown with gestures. Another really important thing, and I think this is getting neglected more in our generation than any other generation, is being present in the moment, mm. being there. Yeah. No um, phones. No phones. What? <laughs> well, or, you know, just, I mean, there's the always having to multitask. Are you yeah. multitasking? Don't multitask. Giving attention. Give attention to your spouse, to your significant other, to, you know to your boyfriend, your, your girlfriend, the person that you love, are you giving them attention? Yeah. I'm going to say one Yeah, that's going to make me get in trouble, but ah, let's hear it. So for a while, um, well, I still, I still like playing games here and there, you know, I'm talking about video games. Oh my God, he's a 43 year old nerd. Yes, I am a nerd <laughs> and I'm not going to lie sometimes. And this is one of the reasons why I kind of cut back a lot on that was because there was times where, I'd be like, oh, Michelle's going to come home and then she's going to be upset because the dishes are there. I'm going to run downstairs and, and wash <laughs> the dishes really quick. And I'd wash the dishes and like tidy some stuff up like super fast. And honestly, probably not a good job sweeping things under the rug and some other stuff. 
And Michelle came home and she's like, wow, that's so kind of me. And I felt guilty <laughs> because I hadn't done any of it for Michelle. I was really doing it to look good. Mm. And I was trying to do it like in the hurry to like get my, like I'm contributing to the relationship, you know, and, and she's <laughs> not going to ask that I was playing video games this whole time or whatever. <laughs> And in reality, what I kind of re- recognize is I'm missing out on it for me, because if I would have done it and when I when I spend the time to do it as a as something that's an act of giving, it's meaningful to me and it's meaningful to you. Yeah. <clears throat> Instead of it just basically being like, scratch that off the list. I'm enjoying the times that we're spending just kind of cleaning up after dinner where we turn on the music and, and we kind of work together because... Um, well, it's nice to have, you know, like we play something we like to listen to. So it, the chore is not such a drag, but then it's also nice to have the company and it's nice that you're there. Like, because I can get obsessive guys. I can, I, I'm, she's a cleanaholic. What? Like, whoa, my God, not people just, watch out. No, it's not just that I'm a cleanaholic. So like I always she's add, <laughs> I always add more to my, my plate. I'm like, Oh, well, while I'm doing this, why don't I do that? And since I'm already here, let's just do that. And, and it's not just in cleaning. It's, I just do everything like that. Every time I do something, I keep piling stuff on. So when we're together like that, um, Isaac's able to tell me that's too much stuff right there. And it's a nice reminder that I don't need to do all of the things all of the time. But then it's also nice that, you know, I'm getting the help that, that I'm not alone. And it's also a good time to just joke back and forth. Random thoughts come to our brains and we just have random conversations. It's, it's a nice little time and it doesn't take that long and I enjoy it. So thanks for being there. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, honestly, and those are things though, I think that with maturity, I've been able to, cause I'll I'll be honest. I, at first I couldn't see past the fact that I hated doing the dishes anyways. And I was just doing it because I was miserable doing it. But, um, yeah, to be honest, it's been wonderful. Yeah. And so I had written in my notes, you know, being present at the moment is not rushing. So that's one way to show it. And then the last thought I had about being present in the moment, which is super important and um, something that is an ongoing effort is to prioritize that time spent together, not to let minor disruptions just get in the way and be more important than your time spent together. Things like um, the phone is ringing and it's really something trivial that can be, you know, it can go to voicemail or a text message or say the kids um, just start interrupting and you get up and you're like, oh, the kids need this, the kids need that. And it's really not, not crucial. You know, I think that prioritizing the time spent together is an important way to being present in the moment. And I think being present in the moment is a way to show kindness. Yeah. Don't go like squirrel. Yeah. Every, every moment, anything, anything happens. Yeah. Yeah, You're right. Mm -hmm. So I guess in closing, want to really encourage you guys. And of course, you know, I know we always kind of throw this, uh, um, challenge out there. Um, I want to encourage you guys to find a couple of things to to do where you can really just encourage kindness in your life in and grow in these things. And honestly, put it in your brain. You know, kindness is something that you give. It's not something that you take. And it's um, and and we want you to encourage you. Why don't you try to pick this week that you listen to this podcast and do five things 
Five things. Five things. One per day. So okay. I don't know, wherever you start. If you start on Tuesday, make it back to... <laughs> so use I gestures. Yeah. Use words. Use gestures. Be use present words, in the moment. Be present in the moment. But be conscientious about it. Yeah. You know, find five, five things that you can do this week to demonstrate kindness to your significant other, your partner, maybe your family, your kids, something of that nature. And... Uh, and, and help you grow in the concept of love. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. And thank you guys so much for um, uh, joining us. And hopefully you're subscribers by now. Mm-hmm. And if not, then you should be. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm sure you will get more out of this than you would ever imagine. And if you have a comment on whether or not my example was really that terrible. Yes. Yes. That's where you're going to put it. Pick a side. Pick a side. Team Michelle. Team Isaac. Come on, guy. Come on, (laughs) folks. I'm not just reaching out to the guys out there because I know we got tons of girls listening to us. Come on. Team Michelle. Team Isaac. Come on. Team Michelle. So just put it in the comments in the show notes. Thank you guys again so much for listening. And you have been listening to my little family. And this is Isaac. And Michelle. You guys have an amazing day. Bye. Oh,